0: Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it must be Monday because it's time for the Wrestling Inc. Raw After Show with Triple J, Justin Labar, Jack Farmer, and Jimmy Corduroy, Corderis. Fellas, how you doing? Justin, I'll start with you. Did you have a good weekend?
1: I did. Uh, well, I mean, my, the, the, the football angered me yesterday, but otherwise, it, it was a good weekend. So, um, you know, yeah, first world problems.
0: Yeah, I had my fantasy football bench was unstoppable this weekend, but my actual team very stoppable.
1: I, I think I said this. I think I bitched about this last Monday off the top. Once again, I have Tom Brady, and then on the bench I have Baker Mayfield, and Baker played no better fantasy wise. But it's like I'm just sitting here. Like, what am I? What do I do? At what point do I mean? It's not like if if I had somebody like if I had somebody on the bench performing like wildly better than tom i, I think by now it pulled the trigger but it's not it's like well and, and i think you said it last week jack the moment that i benched tom brady he's gonna stick it to me yeah,
0: yeah. he's gonna put 44 points like <laughs> lamar jackson did uh, to my team how dare he how dare he be successful in
1: oh, the thing he's worked his whole life to be good yeah, at and then, and then <laughs> football, the, the, the washington commanders they the offensive line terrible couldn't they they need it they need to get lessons from teddy long on how to block
0: terrible <laughs> offensive line
1: <laughs> wow well we'll talk about that Love jimmy it. how's your
0: fantasy football team doing uh
2: you know what i'm not in a fantasy league this year everybody's kind of like kind of canadians i know it's, it, and tr- trust me cfl is not worth doing fantasy football with, so. <laughs> but i'm a i'm a tennessee titans guy and uh, finally they got a win i'll take it regardless but uh hey you know uh, uh and people are probably wondering wait a minute A lot of people from Toronto, because just across the 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 lake here is Buffalo. Why aren't you Bills fans? There are a lot of Bills fans up here in Toronto, but me, I was an old Houston Oilers fan. You know, Dan Pastorini, Billy White Shoes Johnson, Earl Campbell, who used to run, and guys are hanging off him and they're they're yelling in his ear while he's running. Please go down, my kids are watching on TV, and that sort of thing. (laughs) You know, I was I was a big Houston Oilers guy, and uh, they moved to Tennessee, and I moved with well, not physically, but my allegiance to their team anyway.
0: Well, we got an oiler here tonight on raw that we'll talk about. Uh, Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, we got some news. We're going to talk about fellas. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk first about, uh, Andrade who has taken to Twitter, to put some cryptic stuff up. Uh, Andrade El Idolo is hinting that the sands of time may be moving. On Monday morning, Andrade hit Twitter to simply post an hourglass emoji setting off all kinds of speculation that has something to do with his AEW status. He has not been featured on AEW programming the last several weeks, with All Out being his last notable in-ring appearance. He was nowhere to be seen during either of the company's Grand Slam shows. Uh, Justin, do you think Andrade is trying to say that he wants to move on to greener pastures, or is he the white rabbit?
1: <laughs> uh, he is not the white rabbit. Uh, no, I think, uh, look, he, he obviously put this tweet out on purpose. I think if nothing else, it's to drum up some buzz and some conversation. Um, even if it's, you know, to get people to, to to get them to do exactly what we're doing right now is to speculate and, and, and to maybe even make Tony Khan hear that and feel pressure. I don't know. But, but I mean, look on and- Andrade a guy who he's another, he's another guy who came over from WWE. Um, and he thought misused, uh, not used enough in WWE comes to AEW, you know, fresh, uh, fresh yard of grass. This is where he's going to be used to his fullest potential. And, you know, it's really been a very stop and start with Andrade in terms of, you know, the TV time and the storyline and, He's had a few different managers, I feel like, and one minute he's, uh-huh. you know, it, it's it's been really inconsistent. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, Malachi Black obviously is we think is gone, and maybe conditionally can work elsewhere, but not WWE. Uh, we you know we've we've heard of other unhappiness. So and also, uh, let's not take away the real fact that Andrade, you know, um, his wife Charlotte is in WWE. His on screen. His his on screen female companion that he that he paired well with in his best performance in Stanford, which was in NXT, uh, Zelina. She's back with WWE, so there's a lot of reason to think that he would like to. And then of course the regime changed in WWE, and we're seeing different booking. There's a lot of reasons to believe that he might feel that he would be better off going back where he came from. That that the grass is truly the greenest where he first started. <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah, jimmy now this could be nothing we're obviously reading into it it's a tweet Mm -hmm. could be could mean everything could mean nothing if assuming it is him saying he wants to move on and go back to wwe as someone who's Mm -hmm. been in the industry is there something to worry about when someone is unhappy one place goes to another place is unhappy wants to go back is 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 there kind of a, a point where someone needs to say you know what maybe slow down and try to make the best of a situation instead of just always
2: jumping from one place to the next. Uh, I guess there is something to that, but for the most part, if he's not happy where he's at for whatever the reason is, then why stick around and be unhappy? I mean, look, uh, maybe things are different now because, you know, as we know in WWE, uh, the man in charge is someone else now, and probably someone Mm -hmm. that he probably thinks that could utilize him to the best of his ability and and sees him differently than just another hispanic uh superstar mm-hmm. and and like you said uh justin uh a lot of people's minds are oh look at the guys over there everybody seems so happy the grass is always greener on the other side but sometimes you just have to get off the lawn and do what you what you think you need to do and again and also like you said his wife is uh, in the other company and it not that it puts a strain on their marriage, I would assume, but at the same time, you'd like to be uh, working with your wife, as we will talk about later on in this show as well. Kind of a precursor, but anyway.
1: The one thing I will say, though, um, you know, I I, I can understand because I think we're feeling it. I can only imagine what the position that it puts the the, the boys and, and the girls in. I mean. I get, you know, okay, like if you're in AEW and you're not if you're in AEW and you're not being regularly used to the best that you think you could be used, and then oh, by the way, and then you're seeing them continue to bring more people in. You're like, okay, that's one more person I gotta fight for TV time. Um, and then you're seeing again back in a place where you are familiar with and you've been, changing regime. Oh my God, it looks like the numbers are doing better. You get on the phone, you start talking to tech and texting people that are there, they're telling you how much morale morale's up and everything. I get all that from a your personal perspective. But at the same time, I do think we can't undermine the value of what a contract means. Granted, things change from when you sign a contract and things change during the time. But that's 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 part of the risk. You that's you know, you sign a contract, you get the benefit of money coming to you, guaranteed money coming to you over this period of time. Part of that is you have to deal with whatever that that time, whatever happens in that time window, even if it means the competitor all of a sudden looking more attractive. So, you know, in that regard, that's where I do, you know. Side or uh, not sympathize, but I, I can understand the point of Tony Khan. Where he's coming from, he's like, "Look, he's like, you know, a year ago you were happy to take my money, mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. you know, t- t- so I, you know, I do think that has to be kept in perspective by them and by all, all, all the fam- all of us. We have to, you know, when oh my God, they're not letting Mel and High go He's unhappy. They're not letting on Well, you know, they were happy when that when the when those dollars came when they were hey, we're gonna, you know, so it, it, it's a very weird." balance we have to kind of keep in perspective here of, of all parties perspectives and in general
0: i should say i always side with the individual i mean tony khan and wwe they have plenty of money i want the wrestlers to make money too i'm just trying to ask questions in a way that's going to get some
1: discussion going
0: well
3: but
1: Jack, uh, if, 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 if this yeah. was if this was 1985 if this was 1985 where uh we're not booking Andrade for a match so he's not getting paid i get it but we're at the point now. All all these guys and girls, luckily, they all mm-hmm. are getting, you know, downside guarantees, six figure downside guarantees. Most well, if you're in WWE, you're absolutely getting six figure. Most, I think, all of AEW's, you know. So, you know, it's not it's not like oh, I'm sitting in catering. I'm I'm I don't I i do not i do not have a paycheck to bring home to the family. I mean, so that's right. I don't quite have as much, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, someone who uh, you know.
0: Andrade was on Twitter, but someone else was on Twitter, and uh, they were going on a blocking spree, and it was Teddy Long blocking everybody, but it appears it wasn't Teddy Long. Uh, Teddy Long uh, says that when he went to Busted Open Radio, Justin Labarge. Uh, Mm -hmm. backyard on Monday to explain his side of the situation as multiple fans and colleagues fell victim to long's account, blocking them on Twitter. He said, I guess this was somebody that I probably blocked on Twitter because let me explain something to you. I'm a grown man. I don't have time for no gamers and all this stuff said long who has never been terribly active participant on social media Um, goes on to basically say that uh, he treats his social media as a business account. And uh, that he basically just uses to let people know where he's going to be. Um, Justin sounds like Teddy mm-hmm. just got hacked, but in a way, the hacker ended up making him the most popular thing on social media.
1: Yeah, this is a fun yeah. little trend as I see people uh, screenshot, and then I got to me think. First off, I didn't even know Teddy Long had a Twitter, so then it got to me like. Right. So then I, I typed the I typed the handle in, and I'm like, I'm blocked. I'm like, I have never, I don't think, tweeted about <laughs> Teddy. Like, <laughs> I haven't tweeted about Teddy Long since like maybe like 2010. <laughs> You know, and yeah. I don't, even and I can't even think to me what I would have tweeted that would have been grounds for blocking. I, I, I know I'm blocked by CM Punk. I know I'm blocked by Sami Zayn. I did <laughs> not know that I was blocked by Teddy Long, but I, I joined in on that crew right there. I joined in on, on the, uh, on the deal. But yeah, look, uh, obviously some kind of, you know, yeah. mistake hacking, like he said. Uh, so. mm-hmm. Good, good on busted open, but to get a hold of them so fast to get this. <laughs> yeah, they, they barely yeah. were because, because by the way they were all blocked too. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs>
0: uh yeah that's that's how i felt when i found out edge blocked me i i so i saw that teddy didn't block me so i was like mm-hmm. okay well maybe maybe i'm not not blocked by everyone who mass blocks uh mm-hmm. jimmy i said i was
2: waiting for john cena to start blocking everybody that'll be news oh are you kidding that would be <laughs> incredible news especially for someone who's set the record for most make a wishes and all that kind of stuff <laughs> because yeah you know, i can't see john cena blocking anybody regardless of what happens. Uh, but uh, and he it, it follows just, sure.
0: everybody, I think.
2: I, what's that? He follows
0: everybody, I think,
2: too. I, I, I don't know how many people he follows. I know, I know, he follows
0: uh, me, I know, I know he
2: follows me as well. And I don't know if he actually you watches too. the Ref and Rants or anything like that, but uh, I, I, I haven't got a rap about it yet, so uh, we shall see. But you know, uh, Teddy just fell victim to what seemed like somebody for some reason pick Teddy to, to hack his account and do it to, And, uh, and, and I get what Teddy's saying. Teddy is not a big, you know, one of these kind of guys, you know, he's not big mm-hmm. into the, you know, he uses it to actually call people. It's right. Text people. That's as so weird. To, wow. Imagine that somebody has a cell phone to actually talk to people and, and call people. But anyways, that's his main purpose for it. But, uh, you know, it's good that he got to explain it. Teddy's a good dude. I miss the guy, man. He's so much fun to be with. And, uh, and I, I can't see him, like you said. Uh, I I don't see him going on a blocking spree. I think he got, yeah, got got.
1: And by the yeah got got. By the way, the block button is not the answer, folks. On no. Twitter, the answer is the mute button, because the block button gives trolls a satisfaction. Yes. There yeah. Certain one, they get, that, that, That's like a win for them. I, I I've seen trolls in their bio list off who they're blocked by as some as some accolade of their resume. Mm-hmm. Hit mute. They just keep typing you and typing you. You don't see it. They don't even know. That's funny to me. Mm-hmm. That is a good. I've
0: not had to block uh people very often. Just a couple times, but uh okay. have been lucky so far. Justin, we got a super chat though huh. uh from Peter. He says, "Who you got? Blue
1: Tista or Justin LaBlue?"
2: Wow. Uh, I don't
1: I don't know if I want to be going up against uh, Blue. Did you see the the new M Night Shyamalan trailer that Batista's in? I did not. See. It's like no. an end of the world. It's like a creepy, it's called like a knock at the cabin. It's like a, it has a, it has that feel of like signs where it's like, um it's not alien. I don't think, I don't think, but it's like, it's something to do with like the end of the world is coming and, and, and mm. Batista plays what looks like either a warning sign or an antagonist. He's pretty, but he's got like, go look, go look at his look. He's got, it's a look that I've never seen Batista sport before.
2: Oh wow, what a warning
1: sign Batista would be. Geez, Batista yeah. Batista
0: shows up to my door and says, Be careful. I'm gonna be careful.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> man. Nah, you know, and and just a, an example of another guy who transitioned from the wrestling business into the world of, of movies and seems quite successful, man. Good on he walked,
1: him. He walked from he walked for miles on that pit of danger. <laughs>
0: Uh, So, speaking of uh, transitions and showing up at your door, we're sponsored by HelloFresh. Uh, With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make some cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit Subscribe to HelloFresh and check save money off your fall to-do list. HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery store shopping. Also, time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home. Fall is the perfect time to experience the delicious taste of unparalleled convenience of HelloFresh. We love HelloFresh here. (laughs) Jimmy, you've
2: cooked up some. Yeah, I've cooked up uh, a couple of times, you know, and, and the wife is actually taking pictures of me because she sees how much fun I'm having doing it too. And then not only is it fun to do, it's it's relatively easy and and man, it's good.
0: It. I randomly grabbed this one because it was next to me. It is the black beans and pepper quesadillas. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think this was from their vegetarian one. Like I said, I always try whenever I get into it, I always try their different mm-hmm. packages just to mm-hmm. test them out. And uh, their veggie stuff is actually pretty good.
1: Right. Yeah, it's one of the fun things for those wondering how it act, like it works. Like, so you have your account on HelloFresh, and then you can go on and select. Like Jack said, do you want a vegetarian? Uh, the options? Do you want like meat? What are you? you know, what are you, are you looking for? Calorie cut? Are you looking? Mm-hmm. What is it? You're looking uh, to do? And then they just give you like this menu. Well, first, they'll randomly generate and they'll give you three. But then if you, if there's one, you're like, I'm definitely not eating. And they're making that. You can swap it out and you can pick it so it's like it's like a fun thing. It's 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 like a fun online grocery shop. And then of course it gets delivered to you. It's nice mm-hmm. and packaged and kept frozen and you know, it's it's a lot of it is a lot of fun. It's kinda of like this it's kinda of like this fun lottery game of like, you know, if you're sticking with the same menu, if you're always doing the vegetarian or always the same menu, you know, it's this fun lottery of okay, which three am I gonna get this week?
0: You know? It's- right. Yeah, it's uh definitely try it out. It's healthy, it's affordable, and it's easy. I think it clicks every single box that you would want for the uh why you should get it. Mm-hmm. Go to hellofresh.com/inc65 and use code INC65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Jeez yeah. Louise, that's wow. incredible. Uh go to hellofresh.com/inc65 and use code mm-hmm. INC INC 6.5 for 65% off plus free shipping. That amount caught me so off guard. I almost read repeat off. Uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit there. Yo, guys, uh, go go
1: do that before that thing disappears. Yeah, that's yes. a hell of a steal. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: crazy. That is crazy. Uh, so definitely do that. Uh, America's number one meal kit. Jeez Louise, 65% off. Mm-hmm. Hey, I copy and pasted that. Uh, so just, that that's what it was supposed to be. But, nice. Um, Let's get uh let's get into the show but before we do it's roll call time thank you to everyone who's joining us in the chat live Ricky Dream Realm Dylan Tuck Jax BPE we also got George we've got uh Baby Ice and Peter and Junior and blue chew and i do what i want and m rouse uh as well uh thank you guys so much for being here live in the chat zook as well see you there uh also if you're listening to this later hit the like button comment share subscribe mm-hmm. five star reviews all that good stuff there always appreciated uh we also got adam in the chat and sergio as well thank you guys so much let's get into the show let's chat about mm-hmm. some pro wrestling let's chat about ww raw we kick it off with Bianca saying that she brought friends with her because Bailey never makes things one on one. And then Bailey comes out and says that Bianca was, quote unquote, placed at the top, unlike her, who had to work for it since she was 12. This leads to Bailey challenging Bianca to a ladder match at Extreme Rules and a match between Bianca Belair and EO Sky, which is a good one that I'm sure we'll see on a premium live event soon enough. But for now, Bianca gets the win. Jimmy Corderas Mm -hmm. extreme rules coming up women's Mm -hmm. championship on the line ladder match Bianca Belair Bailey how do you like
2: the way this one's going so far I don't mind it I like the setup for extreme rules and making it a ladder match yes it's 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 unique especially for the women but at the same time it made the match afterwards feel anticlimactic, if that makes any kind of sense. I, I'm, I'm like, okay, there wasn't a. Ne- yes, I know you want to extend this rivalry between the two factions, so to speak. But at the same time, you make that announcement before the actual match. It kind of makes the match feel like an afterthought.
1: Yeah, and already on paper, when you do it that, when you write it down in that order, somebody should go. This is gonna, this is gonna overshadow. The live match we're about to give you and then the execution this was a weird transition mm-hmm. sky like is ready to go and like the, so then everybody else gets out of the ring but it takes a ref a while to get in the ring and then it's like it, it was just you know we've seen this before where they go from promo to get a ref out here let's get the match going mm-hmm. and they kind of do it and they kind of do it as smooth as possible to get to the break and whatever if, if, if you go back a, if you didn't watch raw and you're looking at us Go back. That's it's a weird transition. And especially because later, not to spoil what we're gonna talk about later, but later we're gonna get these two sides, these these two women's factions, trios at least, are going to run into each other backstage and they're gonna make another match coming up. So it's like, couldn't you have done it then? Why why, you know, why to Jimmy's point? Why would you so yeah, I I wasn't um I kind of was taken away. The match was fine, but I was kind of taken out of the match. Mm. Weird transition sitting about sitting stewing on what yeah. Jimmy just said. This wasn't my favorite opening uh 15 minutes of raw. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you guys. I do like that. Bailey kind of positioned this as a, I've been wanting this forever. You just happen to be a super athlete. I think that's kind of an interesting per- perspective on this though. It does make it feel like I should be rooting for Bailey because this is what she's wanted her whole life. But uh I, I like that point of it, but you're right. It did feel clunky getting to the match and, I don't think I would have expected EO Sky to win either way because of just where we're at with things, but it did make it feel like,
1: okay, well, Bianca's going to get this win here. Uh, and I was not also, to, and okay. not to mention, not to mention before we get, get, before we come back and get into the match, we then show back. I like, I like what they're trying to do here, but they, but they then show the, yeah. the you know, the, the, the car showing up, the limo show, whatever. And, and it's, and it's Sammy and, and, and Solo, which again, great. I like they did that with Bailey last week it always brings a little bit of attention to look at these important people arriving in class and style and we're catching it backstage, but I see that I got excited by that. And then they, they take me back to this, ma- this match that's yeah. already in progress. Exactly. It's just kind of, it, it was a weird formatting of, of mm-hmm. what they decided to do to open everything up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And I think there's a part of me as a huge fan of the sky that wanted to look past it. But yeah, the whole time I was watching, I was like, this feels like it's not really that, Mm-hmm. important of a match and uh you're right the transition into it. i don't know if someone just didn't know the time cues or something but it almost looked like bianca was supposed to attack e o sky from behind or something because yeah. io yeah. had her back turned to bianca for so long i was like oh she's just gonna pick her up in like KOD her or something but then mm-hmm. they didn't i was like oh that's yeah clunky but right it is what it is and we we mm-hmm. move on uh we get Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins next. Uh, in a promo, Rey says that Rhea is manipulating Dom, which, I mean, we all could tell him that. That's no news. Uh, and he says because of that, he'll stop at nothing to beat Seth Rollins. Rollins, on the other hand, says that everyone doubts him, but he's going to be the king of the fight pit, and everyone's mm-hmm. going to sing his song. We get a match with uh, Rollins and uh, Mysterio, and Rollins gets all bloody, but he doesn't lose an eye over it. Mm-hmm. that's a throwback uh dom dom mm-hmm. comes out with a chair but it's ria getting involved that sets the end of this match in motion with rollins winning with a peruvian necktie mm-hmm. uh, justin this one was one that felt like they did a lot of good stuff here in the sense that they continue building things doesn't feel like it was a story that i'm gonna part of the story i'm gonna think about forever uh but how did you feel about this one and uh, the win with the peruvian necktie
3: uh
1: I liked a lot of things. I liked, uh, you know, Seth and and, and Ray's fun. Um, you know, just two just just freakish athletes. So it's really you know what they can do in the ring. So that's fun to see. Um, I, I wasn't crazy about how, and I'll let Jimmy chime in on this in a second. I wasn't crazy about how they did the the how the ref distraction looked for the spot for mm-hmm. Dom, which then led to Rhea. It, it just it, it was a it. It felt like something we would be harping about on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I didn't love how the execution of that came off. Maybe was, I don't know if it was a timing thing or just blocking of where everybody was. Um, but overall, what they're what they're doing with everybody is good. Um, I, I definitely did feel at a moment. Again, I feel this every week now with the crowd participation of the the, the Seth song. It definitely feels like a bit of a, like a Jericho AEW mm-hmm. situation where you know you're continuing to want to book him as a heel, but the fans you're going to continue to let the fans have this participation, which. Mm-hmm. You just got to kind of watch that balance um and my last thing i'll say is so we know it's gonna be seth versus uh riddle at the pay-per-view or the premium live event excuse me in the fight pit uh you know triple h is love triple h likes to call back to history he's he's not you know he's opened the books back of history let's get like a ken shamrock let's get like him in there for like a special ref oh. or a special enforcer ah. uh for some legit for some credibility for the fight Pit.
0: <laughs> I, I would like that. love that did it when they did it with him, they called it something different, right? Was it like the Lion's Den? He
1: something? did a Lion's yeah, Den match. Was it him and uh, Dan Severn? Dan Severn. Was it Dan Severn? Uh, I believe so. Was that it the Lion's Den? No, no. Wait, no, 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 no. Well, no. It would have been probably or Blackheart maybe. But... No, no, but no, no uh, steve blackman and I, think, and I think owen actually had a match in yeah. the dungeon didn't they
2: i believe so and blackman and jbl also had one at baggage claim but that's a different thing altogether but, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> well nonetheless i mean i think yeah, like yeah.
1: shamrock would be like i don't know i just feel like he's you know, something like like you know credibility and again and, and triple h obviously has history of shamrock and i just feel like he would it would just be a nice callback to you know, yeah. just, just a little attraction you know just <laughs> have him put him, yeah. have him have him put on the zebra stripes and
0: I yeah. like that. I, I, I think do. that would be a, a, a thing that was just that would just be fun. It'd be a fun th- if you didn't know who he was. It'd be fine. You'd get over yeah. it. it. It's not like something that hijacks the show. But also, if you do know, you're like,
1: yeah, I was a big Ken Shamrock fan back in the day. So, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, um, and you, you yeah. can show a quick you can show a quick little video package to show yeah. Shamrock's credibility in the WWE ring, credibility in the octagon. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, last time this guy uh, put on uh, uh, the referee stripes for a pro wrestling match was arguably one of the best matches ever in Brett versus Austin at Mania 13. So mm-hmm. I mean I don't I just feel like there's a lot of uh you know shamrocks yeah. needed for this one.
0: Yeah. I love it. That's, that's a, that that's a great
2: one. Yeah. I I agree.
0: Uh, I mean I want to wrap it up there, but Jimmy, you haven't had a chance to talk about this one. I will say that this one does do something that has become a little common in mm-hmm. WWE these days and it's shenanigans on the outside causing mm-hmm. the end of the matchup. Uh is that becoming a problem to you?
2: Uh, it's only because it's becoming too frequent. If, when you do it sparingly, it means a lot more when it happens in several matches in the same show, then, you know, like referee distractions or whatever the case may be, then it, then it becomes an issue It doesn't mean as much because right. it's, Oh man, just another rough distraction. And it, and it, and you have to do it in a way that doesn't get the heat on the referee. It has to look like the heels outsmarting the referee right instead instead of making it look like oh he's just turning his back because he has to right or she
0: you know right
2: yeah but uh, i will say this about the the, the match wasn't bad but uh, i i'm starting to I- enjoy dom's transitioning into a heel he's starting to seem like he's absorbing that character right now and he's he's getting better at it and the little things that were that were planted today were dom or, or ray actually said in in the in the uh, interview before the match that under no circumstances would he you know fight his son mm-hmm. yeah, Which, it, and again plants another seed to make it when they do eventually meet make it mean that much more
1: yeah I mean and, the way he the way he phrased it Jimmy I I, I felt I got the taker Kane vibes 97 into 98 of I would never fight my own brother and this went on mm-hmm. for months and how hard could Kane and Paul bear poke and prod taker until finally at mania we get it that's kind of, i mean again I, I don't know if we can draw this to mania in today's landscape of of monthly events but mm-hmm. whether it's extreme rules probably too soon they probably would have to start that now but you know maybe it's survivor series or whatever it is yeah. um yeah you're right whenever ray finally gets to the point he's been pushed to the point of where he has to put his hands on his son
0: mm-hmm.
1: i know when he said i'll
0: never fight my son i thought myself. I bet you will. (laughs) So uh, speaking of fights, I bet will happen. This was a small one, a small little thing that happened backstage. Bobby Lashley and Matt Riddle had a quick back and forth. And Justin, I just want to get your thoughts on this friendly banter. But uh, Lashley also was very clear. Do not get involved in my matches again. Are we getting a uh, seeds planted for a future Matt Riddle, Bobby Lashley rivalry?
1: Maybe, you know, look, we've, we've talked about how well that they have, um, you know, the, you know, with, with, with Roman only sporadically on raw for special occasions, excuse me, you know, they've made the U S title, the, the, the top prize to win and chase on raw. So uh yeah, that might be something they look to do later this fall season. Um You know, if, if riddles just that, that top of the card and, yeah, maybe you know, small little. You know, the, the one thing we can say every week, they have a plan. They go with a plan, and it's already the point of where you go into an episode of Raw. They have a couple matches they're advertising, and then before Raw's over, they have a couple matches they're already advertising next week, and they're following through. It's not being changed. It's not being ripped up. So it's and, and obviously let's week we'll, we'll go into all this. There's Easter eggs all over the place and different stories. Mm-hmm. It is clear Triple H and company have a have a, have a, have a storyboard out. And they have where they want to be in three weeks and six weeks and nine weeks, what have you. So it's very – I absolutely jacked by into that. They, were, they said, let's plant the seed because, hey, in uh, mm-hmm. December we're going to need this.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of seeds being planted and, and things <laughs> happening, uh, Jimmy, I'm going to go to you on this one. We got a QR code today. Mm-hmm. And I am <clears throat> going to put my foot down. I'm over it. I want to know. I I feel like they told me to tune in on 9:23. Mm-hmm. I tuned in on 9:23, and all they did was say, check back in on Monday. And right. I'm starting to feel a little bit like Nicolas cage and national treasure, where every time I get to the end of a clue, they just tell me there's another clue and right. it's not moving forward. I'm getting crabby, Jimmy,
2: I'm getting crabby at these. You got to right. give me something. Uh, exactly. And he, he, here's the thing too, that I've, that I find interesting is that usually with each clue, there's a little bit more of a slight hint as to where this is going. There hasn't been anything except the same old thing other than the white rabbit. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's been a consistent and there's nothing that's been pushing it forward. You know, obviously people speculate that it might be this person, that person, of course, Bray White is the big uh, name being thrown out there, but you haven't given any hints, any like, subtle hints to further this along yes it's just it's just tune in on monday tune in on friday tune in next monday you know and you know someone someone mentioned that uh, one of the the numbers out there were the coordinates of uh, a longitude latitude of edmonton or something whatever the, the heck it is uh, you know the, the yeah. you know? and and i'm like okay there's edmonton but what happened in edmonton you know now we got to wait till friday and, and uh Maybe we're going to get the coordinates of Winnipeg. I don't know.
0: It's uh, yeah, Justin. I I don't mind it being drug out, but to Jimmy's point, I've got to get like little things to let me know I'm getting closer. Where this feels like it shows a bunch of different old video footage. Uh, someone said that if you go to the website, you can see that they have the lyrics to uh, Aleister Black's theme music. But yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not invested because I feel like yeah, but it might mean nothing because none of it's meant anything so far.
1: See, I, I'm on the opposite side of you guys here. Uh, I, I'll take the same argument later when we talk about Loomis and Miz. But for this, I feel like this th- this is what it should. First off, to those who got disappointed at SmackDown, they never said tune in to SmackDown and we're revealing and and or you're going to see Bray Wyatt. Okay, first off, it, it was just a it was just happened to be the first step of this easter egg hunt right it's it's the first step of waking up easter morning trying to find out where the rabbit put the put the basket at so i'm okay like right now i'm okay they're training us to look for a code scan the code and then have fun looking at all the different you know it, also when you scan the qr code tonight the title of the video file is next is the i think it's the date for next week's raw or no, no i'm sorry it's the date for uh, friday smackdown And it's the uh, airport abbreviation for what Winnipeg's airport is like. It's just all it is, is is, is, it's 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 just affirming you to tune in. We're going to give you another video with just more clues. Maybe little things are there that we haven't uncovered, because I think that they want to train you in doing that. So you feel invested, so you have fun. And then we're going to get the there's going to be that one. And my my opinion is it's going to be the payoff at Extreme Rules. There's going to be that one, whether it's on the go home raw or the go home smackdown. That's then finally going to tell you more where it's going to be. Where it it is going to spell out more bluntly, all will be revealed on this day and at this location, which I, I think is actually Philly for Extreme Rules. So I'm okay with it because it's 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 all for fun. There's no, it's not playing out as a as a segment on Raw. It's not you know it's it, it's 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 there for the 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 most hardcore fans or the most regular fans. I'm okay with it, and I'm okay fine also doing a little troll job of, okay, who's all the people the fans could speculate? Let's put a few lines of Alistair Black's lyrics let's i'm I'm off why not it, it's it's not what i have a problem with we'll get to later is we're is is, is minutes that we're investing on the show mm-hmm. that we're not getting any explanation which we will get to so i have no problem with the white rabbit uh subtleties
0: let let me know in the chat for everyone who's watching what you guys think about the white rabbit and what you think about mm-hmm. these clues are you into it or are you you do you need something more uh to to add on here I don't know who it's gonna be. I feel like if it, the world has kind of talked themselves mm-hmm. into Bray Wyatt, and I feel like if it's anyone other than Bray Wyatt, people are gonna feel like they're disappointed. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine who it could realistically be if it's not Bray Wyatt, uh,
1: and have people not be disappointed.
2: It's the gobbledygooker now as a rabbit. <laughs> I,
1: I just look at it as like, I mean, look, there is a portion of the audience that watches Raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. that that are not aware, that have not even they didn't even notice the QR codes haven't scanned there's a portion of the audience that whenever (laughs) said mystery person pops up to them it's just going to be oh so they're they're not going to have realized that there was a oh you could have been in on this four weeks ago if you would have been on the internet or if you would have been paying more attention i look at it as kind of like and some people understand this if you follow a certain band or artist really closely Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. their live uh, especially seeing them live right you'll know that like when they getting ready as, as house music is playing on the PA as the roadies are finalizing their stage and setup. some bands and artists have a thing of where on that tour or whatever, mm-hmm. that there's a song they'll play on the PA system. And that's the last song they're going to play before lights are going to go down and, and, and the artist takes the stage. Um, I, I look at it as like that. If you're real hardcore and you're paying attention, you know, you're going to know, okay, it's this Sunday, the white rabbit person is going to appear whenever they it's like but it's also it's like if you don't know that you're still just a concert goer that just knows that somebody's taking the stage eventually i I just I, i just this is all just for fun i don't really again they're not occupying major segments so i don't think that we need to have any any real advancement it can all just be for fun until said person shows up so uh we got a few guesses real
0: quick uh they're not super chats but i'll say them anyways uh blue Chew says bray wyatt but rumors are he wants ronda rousey money uh so that could go to Corbin or T-Bar. Uh, Baby I saying, uh, who killed the world is a Mad Max quote. Buddy Murphy is from the Outback. Uh, Blue Shoe says, Danhausen. Housen. Uh, I, I do what I want. Has not given two thoughts about it. Uh, Ricky's saying, Killer Cross. Uh, Zook Enigma says he wants more of these. M. Rouse says, Bad Bunny. Uh, I don't know how to say your name, so I apologize. Hyman uh, Shoe? Uh, says it's Zoe Stark, the original QR code person. A uh, few Randy, Zach Gowan. That's an interesting A anyway, little, uh, little all over the place, but uh, interesting, interesting guesses there. Um, and a Big E at Survivor Series is a is a guess. I have no idea where his recovery is. it would be great if he could come back by Survivor Series. Yeah, um, it would
1: be. I think they need in one of these white rabbit videos, they need to troll us and they need to have like a quick like cult of personality. You know, in cult of personality, yeah. there's the they have the speeches, they have the famous speeches. Oh um, yes. I think they need to troll us and give us a little bit of that so everybody can <laughs> freak out and think that CM Punk is
0: And because you know, because that's a song they could get the rights to also,
1: so they could actually mm-hmm. play it and You don't even need to play, but you know what I'm saying? You know, in Cult of Personality, yeah. they, they they play like they, there's like the, there's like is it in a JFK and they, they play different you know,
3: yeah, that's not what okay. your country.
1: You know, just give us a, give us one clip of that, and the, and the world will go mad. Oh, yeah, it would go absolutely nuts. Uh,
0: but we move on, and we get Alpha Academy versus Johnny Gargano and mm-hmm. Kevin Owens. And I know I'm not supposed to, but I'm cheering for Alpha Academy. They came out with American <clears throat> flags, and got <laughs> proud to be an American. No, so, <laughs> so I was I was cheering for them.
1: Lee but. Greenwood, you ain't. <laughs> uh,
0: so that's true. Uh, I, I, I can't do the song justice. But uh, we get a good matchup, and it all mm-hmm. comes to a head. Theory uh, gets involved, but it's not enough, and Gargano gets the win, pinning Gable. Jimmy, this is something I wanted to talk to you about that just seems to be very uh, obvious. It seems to be out to me. is Back in the old days, uh, the previous regime, it felt a little bit like they like to put people in uncomfortable situations and see how they do and see mm-hmm. if they can overcome uncom- being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I, uh, I see things and I see Johnny Gargano getting paired with a former tag team partner in uh, Kevin Owens and working with Theory, who he'd worked with in the past. And mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of this. It feels like this is almost the opposite these days. In your opinion, does it feel like now, instead of trying to make people uncomfortable. It feels like they're trying to make people comfortable when they go out there.
2: Uh, there may be a little bit of that to it, but I think it's more that they see the chemistry and they see that these people work well together. And I think that that has more to do with it than 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 testing to see if these people can work together. I think because of the, the past and the history of the, that they've had together, they know that they have something here and they want to present it on the main roster and show it to the world as opposed to, you know, um, NXT or, or wherever the case may be, if it was uh, elsewhere. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think I think that has more to do with it. I think they know that all of these guys work well together. They know that each other very well. And you look at who's involved here. You, you see a guy like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens seems to have a new re, re, re-energized. Mm-hmm.
0: New lease on life.
2: Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And Same with uh, Sammy, which we'll talk about later on. Just guys feel like there's a different energy about him. And, and they're getting a chance to present it.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
0: Justin, this is kinda I guess old school of me, but should they have had KO get the pin in Canada?
1: No. Nope. That was actually one of my notes. I'm glad that they gave Johnny the pin. Mm-hmm. Cause look, you know, um, he's been back for a couple weeks now. Um there there is still a certain battle of you know, he, he had like little flirtations of, of main roster in the previous regime, right? Like he had like it, it, but he but he, but he's but all of his his real stock was obviously Mr. NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you can look at it, you know, you look at him when he comes out. Some people stand up, some people clap, and some people, you know, all right. Well, I know he's the good guy, but I don't really know much about him. And then KO comes out and everybody's on their feet. You know, KO is KO. I mean, again, I say it, I said it again uh, a few weeks ago. KO just he, he was in the WrestleMania main event, he got Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out of retirement. KO's stock is as high as it's ever been. So nice rub having Johnny with KO and then let Johnny be the one that, you know, does some cool high spots, gets the pinfall. That's how you're going to start to have people from town to town to town go, oh, OK, so this Johnny wrestling guy, you know, he's he, he's legit. He's you know, he's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only critique at all. You know, I love Johnny and I know Johnny. He's he was a huge HBK fan. And I know it means the world to him that HBK is somebody that he gets to now, you know, a co-worker um, little less use of super kicks. Like I, I thought we had a few too many kicks. I, I know that he T's getting ready to do his big super kick for the finish. And then, and then the, uh, the, the, the small the, the distraction at the end happened. But that was my only thing. I was like, all right, Johnny, we're, we don't need quite so many insiguries quite so many. That was my only critique was I, I thought we for a guy who for a guy who can do anything and has such a depth of a skill set in the ring. Um, that was my only critique. That I'm, that I'm being really harsh on him but overall no it's the right decision to have him get the pinfall yeah. absolutely
0: in <laughs> pro wrestling super kicks are like spill and glitter once a little gets out they're just everywhere <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much yeah. yeah uh so i thought it, i thought everything worked out great and also uh, there there's a quick phone call that i thought was fun between uh theory strowman and gable and uh, i don't know if there's anything to take from it oh, i guess there was something to take from it I, I do like that they're not only selling the idea of these matches coming up next week. Cause we're getting Gable versus Strowman and mm-hmm. SmackDown or raw. I can't remember, but uh, I also like that. They're selling the locations a lot now and they're mm-hmm. saying we will have our match in Edmonton mm-hmm. or etc. cetera. I, I think that's Minneapolis. Thing that... I
2: think they said St. Yeah.
0: Paul, St. Paul. Paul. I clearly <laughs> it didn't work that well because we can't mm-hmm. remember, but the mm-hmm. idea of, I do like, it makes it feel like, Oh wow. They're going to meet in Indiana. You know, like it makes yeah. it, Feel like yeah, a bigger event,
1: it's, yeah. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's common again, and, and Jimmy lived it. It's common sense booking. You you're going mm-hmm. to a territory that somebody's a name, and you, you you put them on top of the bill, right? You know, and that, that's that's one thing AEW does great. AEW as they split, you know, as they're rattling off their own sale dates and the towns are coming to. If you pay attention to the graphic of what talent they put, it's it's very you know they 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 mm-hmm. always go geographically to um, whether it's this person's from this area, so we put them front or. AEW is going to the Northeast. They're going up and they're doing uh, Boston and Connecticut. And who are they putting? They're putting a lot of former WWE guys in a a market that's obviously always traditionally like Hmm. book to your towns. Why, why would you not? And for the longest time, it was the joke of of Vince having people, guys and girls lose in their hometown um, Mm -hmm. on purpose or an accident. It makes a lot of sense. It, it, It really does. So I like that. I also like just common sense of, again, it's coming up at the times. Part of this, we can go back to the Easter egg thing of people like to pay attention to the online stuff now. More mm-hmm. of the audience does. Also, and, and we'll talk about this later with uh, with AJ and Sammy. It's mm-hmm. use modern ways to build a match. Mm-hmm. We'll see it mm-hmm. later with social media. But isn't it common if this is live television and Chad Gable is talking smack on Braun Strowman? It's not illogical that Braun Strowman would have. Theory's phone number that he could you know we all can get our colleagues phone number mm-hmm. and then he would call and want to just immediately just like we've never I, I can't ever remember a time i'd have to go back into the 90s of uh stone cold is on the phone on the warpath on the way to brian pillman's house like mm-hmm. it's a common thing the telephone is a is, is is 100 years old or whatever the frick it is mm-hmm. why would you not if it's a live show why would braun Strowman not quickly call somebody and say oh boy i'm gonna beat your ass Especially his character yeah. is that That he's the kind of guy that's just right. going to come right. yeah. It was yeah. such a stupid little Thing and then you know Chad Gable gets to mm-hmm. shush, shush, please. Yeah. But it was like That's logical right. that's right. a very 2022
2: approach of right. Ron Stroman sitting at home right Jimmy I mean yeah. yeah and and also calling It out and telling you listen Get ready because I am going to beat your butt Next week you know what I mean and and that's what A babyface would do instead of uh, Sneak attack and show up so to speak
0: Right. So I definitely love that. I also love, uh, just a a real quick moment of, I like that they're already showing us Royal rumble moments, even though Mm. it's still a few shows away Right, because I love the Royal rumble and it makes me feel like it's going to be a big deal this year that they're already promoting it. So I love it. It, I get nostalgic every time I see one of these things.
2: I I, I don't want to put it at this level yet, but it almost feels like Royal rumble is number two behind WrestleMania because it is pretty much the setup to WrestleMania. I know SummerSlam is supposed to be number technically number two, but, uh, I don't know. A lot of people, I, I, and I like the fact that they're able to keep secrets and surprises lately, which is also good. Yes. Jimmy, you're you're so old
0: school. Everyone yeah. knows that Crown Jewel is greater than or equal to WrestleMania, <laughs> oh, and then oh, WrestleMania
1: is number two. Right, <laughs> and right. it's uh, well, by the um, way, by the way, because I know I know I'm going to get called out on this. I'm such a donkey. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Well, I said like 100 years. I said 1922. I know. Okay. The telephone was out in the 1800s. Uh, Alexander Graham Bell had the telephone out in the 1800s. So I apologize okay. on my history uh, of the patent of the telephone. Oh. That well, actually, the... it came out, it was invented. Yeah. You joke? But you know, I will get yeah. lambasted on Twitter by somebody who has right. the who has the luxury of hearing this 12 hours later tomorrow morning and sits there mm-hmm. and Googles and goes, You dumbass, Labar. Yeah. While well, yeah. I have like three seconds to think. What year did the telephone come out? And I say hundred years ago. <laughs> right, right. So. We need to cancel Justin yeah. LeBar. He does
0: right, He right. just quoted. Uh, if you're going to be a journalist, this false information. Uh, so you're going to
3: talk about
1: wrestling. Make sure you know what year the telephone came out. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Yes, you, you yeah. will. You'll still get those, but now you oh, can at God. least. Yeah. For, for people who listen to the whole show, uh, somebody who didn't have much time on the show, uh, Omos and his his opponents. Uh, just yeah. another crushing victory for Omos against two local talents.
2: Jimmy, why didn't they break the announce table? Uh, Because was it was so broken. frustrated.
0: Because
2: no, <laughs> you break it more than once in a show. Again, we go back to the If you do it too often, then I like the fact that he kind of just set him up there and kind of left him there. I got wor-
1: I got worried though when he went to step up on it I was like oh this thing's going to collapse. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I guess when they put it back together they kind of reinforced it. I hate that.
1: If you break the table let it I know that they use this table that like has like six pieces that all snaps back together. It's not like mm-hmm. they used to use how the, back in the the 90s when it was an old fashioned wood table. If the table breaks make the damn announcers just sit with no table. That's 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 part of the, the fun. Is if, if, yeah. if you break the table yeah. table's gone. And I know down. you don't, I know you don't yeah. have the the the, the English Spanish and French. I know you can't boom, 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 knock three of them out in different matches, but if you're going to go with one language speaking table, if it mm-hmm. gets broken, tough cookies. Uh, sure. Coy Graves has to sit with a chair and, and just a monitor on the floor.
0: Yep. And awkwardly sit there where everyone can see him. Full full body. Uh, <laughs> someone who got seen full body. Miz. Miz is uh, in the bag. He puts together a smart and stealthy security force. Ms. Mm-hmm. force, he calls them. But it's no use as Dexter knocks them all out before attacking Miz and choking him out again. Justin, you alluded to this earlier, mm-hmm. so I'm going to let you take it away because this is another one that I feel like we need to start getting some information
1: mm-hmm. on. Yeah, th- look, these are fun. The execution and production of these are fun. The way, you know, the know, Miz at his house and, and the way they're, sh- you know, uh, Loomis, whatever week it was, I can't My weeks all run together when he came out from under yeah. the, when he's under the, the ring skirt looking up and he's come out for the ring. Like it's all fun the way they're shooting these. Uh then him tonight in the in the Edmonton Oilers, you know, uh uniform. But but to what Jimmy said earlier about the white rabbit, that's what I am screaming about with this is okay, you're 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 giving me valuable minutes of T V. This is a thread, a storyline through the entire night. Um and I'm watching this guy who plays a tremendous psychopath appearance choking out the miz and whatever and it's like you know the miz is one it, it, the miz is arguably like like you gotta give me i know he's so unlikable i know he's just such an arrogant hollywood thinks he's an a-lister but this is you we're bordering line we're bordering creepy here hmm. mm-hmm. g- g- give me g- give me something what did the miz do to dexter loomis or what did the miz do to somebody in Dexter Loomis' family. I don't know, but like, I need something so I don't feel uncomfortable or awkward or ashamed for cheering the heel and Miz getting choked out or, and getting mm-hmm. outsmarted. Mm-hmm. We're, we're at that point now where I'm starting to feel awkward that I'm like, I don't know if I can... Why am I cheering Dexter Loomis? Right.
0: right. Yeah, even if it was just... Jimmy, I don't know about how much of an ex- explanation you need, but at this point, even if Miz just said like, I didn't think he was coming back and then like, I know, Oh, so he did something. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know there's something that happened, but mm-hmm. this seems like he's in the dark about this.
2: Yeah. And if the guy being chased seems like he's in the dark, then how do you think the fans feel as well? And look, I get it. Putting him in the Edmonton Oilers uh, uh, uniform, especially in Edmonton, makes him appear to be the baby face, you know, the the, the audience would obviously, the, the live crowd there would cheer for it. But at the same time, like Justin said, it does feel creepy, especially last week. Last week especially felt creepy in the house where he was left in the house with the kids and stuff like that. Yeah, It's starting to, yeah, I agree, this needs to start advancing the story into telling us what is going on here well again drop little hints drop little, like you said jack a little thing like he's not going to get me again or whatever the case may be or he's not gonna you know something anything
0: right. yeah even if just allude that there was something that happened or there's a reason for this mm-hmm. or because otherwise yeah it's definitely to the point where like this guy like it's not funny anymore yes yeah. <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> coming a detriment to yeah
2: yeah, and, and didn't it feel a little weird after he choked up Miz and and he passed out, kind of stroking him across the head like this? And it just felt... Yeah. which I great is great if
0: it's I, I get he's supposed to be psycho, mm-hmm. but if he's supposed to be an evil psycho, I get it. Or if he's getting revenge, mm-hmm. but I don't know what revenge he's getting. So
1: right, he he did that. I mean, he would do that gesture, and as, as part of his shtick in NXT, when we saw the story play out that. Okay, here's why he has a problem with this heel. Mm-hmm. So there was a certain like uh, the, the, that 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 gesture was, there was a certain icing on the cake to it. But we don't have any context of why he's doing mm-hmm. this. Like it's yeah. just, um, unless unless they are mega big picture storytelling this beyond our unless like the White Rabbit and like unless all these things are gonna like come together and it's gonna reveal one big aha moment. But otherwise, if these are isolated storylines mm-hmm. then right now it just seems like loomis just just looks like he he just does not look like the guy that you cheer for
0: right. I, I, yeah i should say when they reveal it all When i i may very well be like this is great i'm glad it played out this way i'm just saying at this point i feel like mm-hmm. i don't know why i yeah. like this why i want this guy uh to be very good uh but we have a few super chats uh one is from tox kazim who says uh bobby's cheers are dying down maybe it's time to rebuild the hurt business versus the bloodline series uh Mm -hmm. i like that on paper i also don't know if bobby's cheers are dying down though what do you guys think uh bobby and the, the hurt business
2: no i don't think his cheers are dying down uh not at this point anyways i think uh uh sometimes it depends on where you are and so you don't hear the audience and sometimes the way it the the you know the um uh, the way it's mic'd and plays on TV, you know, there were times tonight where I thought the audience was a little more vocal than it came across on TV.
1: Yeah. I mean, Bobby was back, I mean, at least on TV, he was backstage in a pre tape. So yeah. that's always a weird thing of what you're going to hear when he's out there for a match. I think he's over like Rover. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, they're positioning him to be he's the biggest title holder that's regularly on Raw, and they have been yeah. solidifying that. So, um, I, you know, no, I and, I, and I also like the, uh, approach that that we have right now that at least on the men's side mm-hmm. we got one dominant faction on raw that is the judgment day we got one dominant faction on smackdown that is the bloodline i like that you know i don't think we need to start aew gang warfare where everybody mm-hmm. has to be in a in a in a group
2: right
0: yeah i was a huge fan of the uh the hurt business i also kind of feel like in pro wrestling you got to move forward not backwards and i feel like that has kind of mm-hmm. come and gone at this point. Right. Um, People probably hate me for saying that, but it is what it is. Uh, Sheed Black also, I was going to save this, but Sheed has been waiting very patiently to get to the super chat. I was going to save it till we got to Judgment Day, but since we're doing super chats, uh, Sheed Black says, Judgment Day is way better than how they started. And I think uh, I just ag- agree completely. I, I thought Judgment Day was uh, DOA, but it has actually become very interesting to me.
2: Yep, definitely
0: uh so we'll talk about them in a little bit but we also have another debut nikki ash gets ready for a big matchup against a surprise opponent and who is it it's candace Lorray coming out and gets a <coughs> fairly quick win over nikki ash uh post-match nikki is in tears with her mask off mm-hmm. and later in the night candace is palling around with the champ and ends up challenging dakota kai to a match so uh, she is off and running. Justin, is this? do you feel good about the way they've brought Candice LeRae into the main roster?
1: I mean, there's not too much to take from this. I mean, obviously, it's good to see her there. It's good, again, going back to families. Her and, and Johnny, obviously, married, as they acknowledge. So, you know, good on her. Um uh, Crowd, again, let's be honest. The crowd, a lot of them didn't have a lot of reaction. Probably not a lot of familiarity. I mean, he, you know, Johnny was a top star in NXT. I, Candice you know she was in nxt but I, I wouldn't say that she was like a face of the brand ever so you know even more of an uphill battle um but i mean but i, I but i think she deserves a spot so it was good to see her it's kind of uh, funny you know johnny had the out of nowhere there's no bill no whatever he popped up and made his return and got everybody buzzing uh and that was in toronto the, the candace and edmonton so the, the garganos like to surprise people in canada uh, i thought it was fun um but no, I mean, look, this guy, the women's division, man, it's just they're just adding depth and what have you. But one thing I will say, she did the swinging neck breaker finish from the second rope. And all I could think when I watch this is like, damn, what a hard bump to take. Mm-hmm. Both her opponent and her, she's still yeah. bumping with it. Mm-hmm. And like that's you don't often see bumps like normally when they come off the second or top rope, you're bumping and going into the center of the ring, which has your is your sweet spot has is going to have your, the, the best give. They bump by the nature of the swinging. They're bumping in the corner, and that is a
2: hard part of the ring.
1: That is a hard part of the ring, yeah. and that that hurts her just as much as it hurts her opponent. Mm-hmm. And so I just saw that, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm like oh, let's let's not be doing that on house shows every single night." Right.
0: Yeah. If I was a wrestler, I would definitely have a move where I don't have to bump too. So I would win with the atomic drop.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I would
0: I would never win a <laughs> match. Okay, uh, probably that's not the only reason i would never win a match probably but hey uh, i'll throw it out there uh jimmy this one uh i want to talk to you a bit about nikki ash uh, mm-hmm. i thought she, it was kind of a bummer i thought that she didn't get more camera time on her because it looked like she was doing a great job of showing heartbreak with the loss yes. and taking the uh the mascot but obviously mm-hmm. she wasn't the main story so we only got a quick glimpse of it but talk to me about nikki ash
2: I think this is a, a time where there's going to be a little bit of a transition here. I think she's going to transition out of this, uh, faux superhero uh, um, outfit character, so to speak. And this is probably the precursor to it. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree that they didn't focus on it too much, but they did give it enough time to make people go, Hmm, maybe this is where we see a different Nikki A.S.H. And, uh, i i didn't i didn't mind it not being uh so overtly shown on television where she was crying in the corner and mass we got to see it so so we got to absorb that and and, and as they cut away from it, it was going oh wait i want to see more of this so it makes you want to see more yeah. fair
0: point i i just i love when when wrestlers are able to really like emote in a a big way like that um mm-hmm. i think that shows great yeah. chops i guess uh mm-hmm. So good stuff from that. I I hope she's able to get some more stuff than what she's been getting because I think she's a talent. Uh, We get AJ Styles versus Sammy Zayn. In the hallway, Finn offers to watch AJ's back in this match. And AJ isn't excited about it, but I bet he regrets it because it was a great match that ends with Solo getting involved and helping Sammy get the win. After the match, Finn asks AJ one more time to join the Judgment Day and AJ says no, so they beat him up. And right before they end his career, Finn stops and says he's a friend. Justin, this is a um, what I like about Judgment Day is it's not static. It feels like it's either growing or moving or doing something different here now. With are they going to add AJ or oh, probably not? But. Uh, uh, how are you feeling? Did you? I, I kind of want. I don't really know where to go with this. I'll let you kind of take it away. I was kind of wondering if this was going to tease uh, Judgment Day versus Bloodline, but uh, clearly not.
1: Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Again, those are the two premier heel factions. But what we know about Survivor Series and War Games, who knows how they they, you know, how they format it. But um, no, I, I like. First off, one of the things I like that it was a pet peeve of mine for many years that I like that it seems like we're seeing right now. I like when you have factions, not mm-hmm. factions that you're establishing, like the bloodline, like judgment day. I like it when the factions don't need to have just one opponent. They don't need to have one enemy. If, if you, if you have three, four, five guys, girls in a thing, there should be, they should be able to have multiple storylines. That's what actually always drew me, uh, drive me drew me crazy with the Wyatt family. As successful as the Wyatt family was, everybody was, there was always one target. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. let Bray have his target on this level of the roster let uh let harper and rowan have you know so i like that we're i like that we're doing that it, it's, it's just better usage um you know obviously finn and aj they have the bullet club you know again it's kind of a little callback to those who are understand the you know the the, the history here uh, i like that um and i like the social media build the tweets again it goes back to the thing what i said earlier about braun calling real quick to smack talk chad gable It's just modern 2022. Mm -hmm. We see real Twitter fights happen, unscripted amongst people in the business. Real disagreements. There's no payoff being planned. It's just it's just true. You piss me off, and I'm I'm chattering at you. Yeah. Why would you not use it as part of your build? You know. So I just it's just logical.
2: I like it to make money. Yeah. Logical. yeah, yeah it, it takes
0: so much of the work out of it too instead of trying to figure out why these two are going to have a match it's twitter is
1: built for picking fights with people <laughs> exactly you don't got to right. handle you don't got to handle a microphone and make them go out and memorize a 10 minute promo right just say hey sammy we want to put you, we want you and aj to occupy 25 minutes three segments of raw with a match <laughs> you guys haven't had a lot of matches ever uh, maybe the first one on tv i don't know um, yeah but we want you guys to occupy 25 minutes -hmm. Say something on Twitter, AJ. You reply. Just it's just it's just that's that's where we are in the world, twenty twenty two. Just do it. Mm -hmm. And what's great about this build, and and
0: Jimmy will go to you for this, is um, because everyone has their own rivalries, like Sammy now with AJ. Is -hmm. if it goes well for AJ, then if he does get to Roman Reigns, it feels natural instead of Mm -hmm. now we're pulling random challenger for. Roman Reigns, and it also doesn't feel like, um, not to make this uh, not to I hate I hate using AEW as an example because then it feels like I'm picking sides and I'm totally not. But mm-hmm. it, it reminds me a lot of MJF. It's, it seems like he has teams just so people can go through them before getting to him. Right. Now, even if AJ does that, it doesn't feel like that's the point of the team. If that makes mm-hmm. sense
2: no it does make sense and and like you like you said and like Justin said you, when you have several members of a faction or a team or whatever you want to call them or or you know there should be multiple storylines attached to them like you look at Finn Balor you know trying to recruit AJ Styles tonight you know mm-hmm. that, that that is a good story going in there and then you have obviously the situation with edge the where they took him out and and so forth and then you had the situation with with don who's now been taken into the judgment day and his situation with his father there's multiple stories being told with multiple players in the game now all we need to do is get um uh, a female version involved to to battle with rhea even Mm -hmm. though she looks like she can handle her own with the guys and there's nothing wrong with that but you know as we know in wwe there's uh, limited, if any, interaction between the men and women as far as in-ringing goes. So uh, uh, maybe it's leading down the road to a Survivor Series match with with those players, like you get Edge and Ray and possibly an AJ Styles um, to, to face, uh, you know, Judgment Day at Survivor Series in a War Games match.
0: I have a feeling it's leading to the eventual moment when Bianca Belair is out there talking about defending the title and being great, and then... Rhea Ripley comes out and the place is going to lose their minds when those Mm -hmm. two stare each other down because they're both, I think just massive right now. So Mm -hmm. big things for, for all of them. Uh, I did want to take a quick second before we get to the main event though. And we alluded to it real quick. John Cena, 650 make a wishes. I think that is just Mm -hmm. so cool. Justin, I did quick math here. If you did one make a wish every single week, it would take you 12 and a half years to get to the number that John Cena is at. That is absurd. I, yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: he's, he's, uh, he's the goat on his own level. Yeah. That's yeah. the simplest way to put it.
2: Sorry, not, not to interrupt, but yeah. one of the things too is he truly enjoys doing it. It's not, it's he's not doing it to make a name for himself or anything like that, or to hold the record. He loves doing it.
1: It's 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 it, it, he's just that good a guy. And I'll say this. I mean, I, I you know, Jimmy has far more Jimmy's ref. you know seen the matches. So I can't speak to that way. I, the only the only connection I have with Cena is that my suit guy is his suit guy. The guy <laughs> and, and David Allen. And I can tell you this. There's a lot of stuff that. John does. That does not get publicized. Mm hmm. He's not. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have a PR person running up the, the flagpole to say, "Look at what else, John." I mean, the the the, the Make a Wish stuff gets publicized because Make a Wish has a PR team that documents this, right? So it's just mm-hmm. that it's going to get checked off on the this another wish made." John does other things, donations, time, whatever that mm-hmm. does not get publicized. He does not look to tweet or publicize or whatever, and so I'll just leave it at that. He he's. Yeah. He 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 knows who he is and what he is, and he, and he uses his platform.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just incredible, John Cena. I mean, what I not really much I can add. I just think that's just a cool thing that 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 many. It blows my mind, especially with how busy he is. On top of it, is um, just like I said, just absurd that he's able to mm-hmm. do that. Right. Uh, but we get into our main event. We get Damian Priest versus Matt Riddle. Backstage promo from Priest says that Riddle's head has been in the clouds, which I enjoyed. Good main event ends when Judgment Day tries shenanigans, but Riddle still gets the roll-up win. It's beat down time, but Edge returns and clears house before saying uh, he challenges Finn to an I quit match. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, this is yeah. a, uh, a, you know, the, the we'll, we'll say hometown because it's the same country, even though I feel like that's a little silly if we were to talk about it in American <laughs> terms. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, the hometown guy comes back and saves the day. I quit match does this feel like the end of the rivalry you want to see between these two?
2: No, I I think there's going to be more. And uh, the only issue I had was I wish there wasn't a pin at the end of this. I didn't want to see Damian priest get pinned. I would have liked to have seen it come close. Maybe, you know, uh, Matt Riddle hits his finish. And then that's when the rest of judgment day hit the ring and they, they, they do the attack. And then we have uh, the edge to come out and make the big save and spear everybody. and, 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 that, that comes his way, but uh, um, I don't think this is anywhere near the end. I think this is just a another step forward in the story, and, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to see where this goes next.
0: Is uh, Justin? Did it feel like Edge returned kind of quick, considering he was supposed to be out from a from an attack?
1: Maybe so. Um, I, I think that what we're seeing with that is. We're we're trying to do the best creative recovery as possible, which is look, I don't you know when when Edge joined and create when he created uh, Judgment Day, you know I don't think the original plan was for him to get, get booted out as fast as he did. I, I think that was a that was a domino effect of other things that were going on. So I think this is him saying to Triple H and, and the creative voices of okay, well we have this thing. I was supposed to be given the rub on their being on their side let me do as much as i can now if i'm going to be the face let me do as much as i can to give the rub to them mm-hmm. as their opponent so that's what i think kind of is the case is that you know yeah we could have Edge stay off tv for several months and he comes back at rumble or whatever but like we need judgment date we need finn and and, and, and dom and, and and priest and all to be built up and, and continue to be elevated to now so i think that's what that is um you know, overall, though, I I, I think I, I do think where Judgment Day is at now is is maybe even better than where it would have been if the original plan would have blossomed because because maybe the original plan would have kept going and it would have been Edge with a bunch of secondary cast members. But with the fact that Edge was you know got booted out of it again for one reason or another creatively, it has really put the pressure, and I think they've all risen to it on Priest. Finn and Rhea to, to rise up and take ownership, and now they're bringing Dom along as like their little project, their little brainwashing project. Mm-hmm. So I, I like how this is going. Um, the match with Riddle and Priest was a lot of fun, hard-hitting. Mm-hmm. This, you know, peek behind the curtain, these two guys are very good friends, and so I, I've said this before, when you have two guys or two girls out there who are really good friends in real life with a lot of trust, they're gonna go out there and they're gonna lay it out. They're... they're they're mm-hmm. not af- they're not afraid of getting a little stiff or a little whatever because there's just a healthy respect and trust with each other. I said the same thing years ago between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. We would see some classics between those two. Those two were such deep rooted friends. There's no worry of bad day at the office with each other. You, you, right. you know you know what I mean. So I thought that match was fun. And finally, I'll just say this, Riddle. He's climbing the ranks. He's entertaining, mm-hmm. but they're still doing the call to the RKO stuff. They're still, you know, whether it's him doing the Randy, uh, the RK bro, he's mm-hmm. still doing the Randy stuff. And all I can think it sometimes is like, man, I hope Randy's okay. I miss Randy Orton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see the Randy payoff of what was going to happen between he and Riddle. Were they going to go on and continue to dominate the company? Was there going to be a split? I miss mm-hmm. Randy Orton. I hope yeah. that he is able to come back. Sometime. Yeah. yeah. Because that be that's going to be a hell of a pop and a hell of a payoff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my, you know, I don't usually flex my connections backstage at WWE, but they're all telling me Orton's the white rabbit. No, I'm joking. I don't, <laughs> I don't have any connections at WWE, but <laughs> Orton's Orton. the white rabbit. You killed the world. Wow. Ah, no, it's not Orton. But uh, we did get a super chat that came in. Breaking mm-hmm. news per wrestling enthusiast. Malachi Black just said he's been given time off by Tony, not released Instagram live just now. Uh, And I have uh, taken to Twitter to look at that and people are talking about it. And yeah, it sounds like he is uh, just confirming to people that he is not a free agent and not someone who uh, is available to be signed is what appears to be the message.
2: Okay. Well, uh, wrestling enthusiasts. Thank you for that bit of information.
0: Um. Uh, yeah mm-hmm.
1: so which, uh which again it goes back to what i said you know yeah. T- tony 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 made the point on his end to make an investment to pay this guy
2: right exactly so
1: it's one thing to say okay i'll give you some time off so you can do what you got to do but i'm not just gonna like cut you from the contract so you're free right. to roam about
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know? yeah so
0: um i mean i feel like that's that's new quote unquote news that if we weren't working ourselves up for, we all would expect is the actual case anyways, but right. we get caught up in it. We work ourselves up. We get all excited. That's what we do as wrestling fans. We mm-hmm. uh, read into things and assume things are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the white rabbit being yeah. the rock. Oh. Yeah. No, not no. the rock. <laughs> yes.
2: But then again, never assume because <laughs> you know, when you assume anyway,
0: Yes, well, I think that does it for us. Uh, great wrestling these past few weeks mm-hmm. in in the ring, uh, Justin. Any final thoughts on Raw this week?
1: No, again, overall, I mean, there's a lot of things. Again, Easter eggs to let's use modern technology to sell stories. I mean, there's just there's a lot of positive going on. Certainly, we had our things that we nitpicked, I, you know, and I pointed them out. But um, I, and I will say this: Extreme Rules, the next Premium Live event for years. Extreme Rules, and then, you know they're in Philly, so God. What a hill to climb up. You put extreme rules in Philly, the the the, the, the headquarters of extreme mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, but it it does feel like on paper they are trying to used to be extreme rules was we gotta have a chairs match, a ladders match, and a tables yeah. match. Mm-hmm. Check, check, check. Job done. Everybody go home. Mm-hmm. I like that they are at least like trying to put reason like. You know, I don't, uh, Jack. I don't know if you said it. Edge cuts the promo. I don't quit. I don't quit. So he challenges. He's already had matches with yeah. Priest. He's had mm-hmm. matches with Dom. So Finn, I challenge you now to an I quit match. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I you know, I and, and you know, ba- uh, you know, Bailey and, and Bianca. You know, fighting for the title, fighting for stature. So let's put it on a ladder. Mm-hmm. I like that we're we're giving gimmick matches, but there's like at least some context of why we had this gimmick match. And mm-hmm. it's also gimmick matches that are exciting. I quit matches are exciting. Ladder mm-hmm. matches are exciting. Yeah. Uh, giving me a chairs match for random reasons that have no context didn't right. do anything in the past. So mm-hmm. I, I like the effort we're putting into extreme rules here.
2: Mm-hmm. I,
1: I absolutely
0: 100% agree with that. Cause that's, that's always been the gripe about like hell in a cell and they're like, we don't like each other and it's October. So hell in yeah. a cell, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, any final thoughts on this week's episode?
2: No, I, I, I pretty much enjoyed it. And I thought the in-ring product, you know, all the matches were given ample time, except for obviously the o, Omos uh, uh, enhancement match, talent match. Mm-hmm. But they, I, I like that the, the matches are actually given time to tell a good story. I just wish they wouldn't go to commercial <clears throat> in every match when something happens outside the ring. It just feels too formulaic. But other than that, again, getting nitpicky, but the in-ring product you can't argue with. I think it's been fine. It's just and and the matches have actually led to something and told stories, and I and I'm enjoying that.
0: Uh, Peter in the chat, by the way, hits us with a, a super chat. Besides The Rock, who else uh, do you think is going in the Hall of Fame this year? Oh, any uh, any predictions? I'm terrible at this because I can never remember I, who's in it.
2: Exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. Like I said, too many ref bumps over the years, so I can't remember. Um. Uh, hmm.
1: two names come to mind uh one for a lot of years i i I wondered if if they were publicly persona non grata but they just did the a and e biography on lex luger Mm -hmm. Uh, lex of course you know very unfortunate tail end of his career Mm in life and the miss elizabeth stuff very tragic and i always kind of thought that maybe some of that stuff kind of like Mm-hmm. scarred his reputation okay. but you know they did the documentary on him and i know he's also been like an advisor to their wellness policy so he's you know he is in-house to an extent but they went public with kind of supporting him by you know allowing need to, to do a documentary on him and mm-hmm. he certainly seems like he is in the best place that he could be so i could see lex maybe being one yeah. if, we're, if yeah. we're not talking about headliners like the rock another one would be and you know you would love to have it as a tag team but obviously the other half is is is, is in jacksonville <laughs> but he's back he's in an executive position. Um in a great like another another one who's in a great place in his life. Um and, and who deserves deserves his flowers, that'd be Road Dog.
2: Ah, yes. oh, that
1: you know, as as as, as you yeah. know, aside from the great entertainer that he is, mm-hmm. was, he was a tremendous hand, as they right. would say in the so uh he's back uh in-house, if you will. So I could see Road Dog being a, a mid card hall of fame ballot person they put up.
3: Sure. Uh,
0: perfect.
1: Yeah, cool. I I think those are all great
0: choices. Mm-hmm. Um, let let us know in the comments as you watch this, uh, who you think should go into the hall mm-hmm. of fame. I think that does it for us. Uh, as we sign off, as always, though, uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Mm-hmm. Bernie DC, we got Scott, we got Dream Realm, uh, Lil Duat, uh, Baby Ice, Dylan, Matthews, George, Everett, uh, Ricky, uh, and everyone else. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Justin, where can the world find you online?
1: At Justin Labar across uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the all the things. Uh, don't be creepy if you add me on Facebook or whatever. <laughs> um, I'll be back Wednesday with Jimmy, uh, definitely for AW. I think I'm on it Open Friday. Um, and 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 again, tweet us. Let us know where in the world are you, Carmen, San Diego? Where are you listening to us? Where at? Where yes. from? What time is it in your time zone? What are you doing? Are you in the gym? Are you ignoring your boss? Let us know. If you mm-hmm. tweet me that, I love to retweet it. It's always fun. Nice. Yeah. Especially if you're ignoring your boss, let us know.
0: That's the best kind of a listener. Put your boss
1: on the line. There I'll give go. a reality check. I'll let him there know you. what's up.
2: There you go. Yes. That, 100% that Jimmy, where can the world find you? Uh, I, like Justin and you, uh, you can find me online at Jimmy Corderas here on Twitter at real Jimmy Corderas on Instagram. And of course, all Facebook and that sort of thing. Uh, and you can catch me every weekday doing my ref and rants in it's just a, a fun little critique from something I saw or read or whatever the case may be. And it, you can get your Ref and Rant t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.com as well. So, uh, And also there's one out there that's called uh, Canadian Heat Magnet.
1: Which, you, need to, for, you, need to, you need to start giving us behind the scenes and showing us before you do your minute Ref and Rant. We need to start seeing you make the coffee. Yeah. Ooh. You You need to get in your underwear with RJ City and start making your coffee. Oh no! Uh, now that's what we need. We need.
0: That's the OnlyFans. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. the,
1: the, the Toronto connection. Make there you fun.
2: go. There you go. Hey, he's a handsome young man. So. You know, know.
1: <laughs> well, How do you take your coffee, Jimmy? Do you are you a black coffee drinker?
2: No, regular, just regular. One one sugar and a little bit of a little bit of cream. Yeah, one sugar, a little bit of cream. All right. That's interesting. A, yeah.
0: Interesting. Well. You can find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. I'm also on Twitch now, uh, Twitch TV slash Real Jack Farmer. You can check that out. But uh, you can also check out Wrestling Inc. at Wrestling Inc. on social media and the NXT after show tomorrow, the AEW after show on Wednesday, the SmackDown Rampage after show on Friday, and all the wrestling news throughout the week. Check it out, Wrestling Inc. It's the best place to stay up to date. That does it for us, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for the NXT After Show.